This episode was recorded pre-pandemic. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Living Healthy Podcast presented by LA Fitness. I am your host, Andrew Gabell, and I am alone again today uh, because we are recording a couple episodes back to back, and so Brittany can't join us on the phone at the moment, uh, so it's just going to be me, but we are going to be talking today about sugar. That's right. Sugar, uh, is it good for you? Is it bad for you? How much should you have? Hopefully, all the questions you have about sugar and the myths maybe you have heard about sugar are going to be settled here today. So, without further ado, I'm going to bring in our guest today. She is our registered dietitian. Joining us on the show again is Debbie James. How are you doing, Debbie? I am grand. Thank you very much. All right, good. Thanks for joining us on the phone here. Um, so, I guess right off the bat, we'll jump into it. Uh, the big one that people ask, is sugar bad for you? Is it bad? It's such a loaded question, Andrew. <laughs> I, I, like to, I like to give you the loaded ones. <laughs> well, I'm going I'm to break it down. I'm going to say sugar naturally present in foods is usually fine, but it's the overconsumption of added sugar that's linked to you know cardiovascular disease and obesity and cholesterol, um, not to mention inflammation, oxidative stress. So those types of uh, conditions are what added sugar is related to as far as the research goes, uh, particularly, you know, cardiovascular disease. And it's really uh, oftentimes the higher percentage of calories from added sugar. It's not just that you had some, it's how much that you had mm. or that the sugar sweetened beverages, like seven servings or more per week that are linked mm. with, um, the mortality from cardiovascular disease. So it, it, it matters when we're talking about what kind of sugar and how much. Right. So you could say excess sugar is bad for you. Could you say that? Yeah. Yeah, you can say that. Okay. I mean, but natural sugar. So I don't think that there are too many people that have just had an overabundance of raw fruit. That, right. It's like hard. Know, or, or hard pressed because you're getting yeah. the antioxidants and you're getting fiber and you're you get all those other things that are beneficial right right that kind of balance it out and it's probably hard to eat so much fruit that you would like just way go in excess of your sugar needs it is so low in calories oh my gosh i went to get like a smoothie one of the you know smoothie places and it's a 16 ounce smoothie had you know 360 calories i'm like well i'm definitely not going to be sitting down eating eight apples right right uh you know, if I were to just turn to some raw fruit and sit down and chew, it's never, it's just not going to add up that much. Right, right. So are there, You're right. are there, are there different types of sugars though? Is there, there's like the raw stuff you get out of fruits and vegetables, but is there, you know, like what's the additive, the different ones? Are there different types? Well, those are, those are like big picture groups of sugars. Okay. I'm going to narrow it down. And get a little, so chemically speaking, sugar is either just one like ring of carbohydrate called a, a, a monosaccharide or sugar also refers to some that are two of them linked together called a disaccharide. Okay. So I hope our, I hope our listeners at home are taking notes. Okay. Get I your because right? there will quit. be a quiz at the end for sure. <laughs> it only makes a little difference because it let's does. say that, that glucose is blood sugar. Okay. Fructose is fruit sugar. Oh, okay, okay. Those are that single. Makes sense. Yeah. But sucrose 
table sugar, the white crystalline stuff on your table, it's made of glucose and fructose. Whoa, the combo. So that, okay. That's All right. one of the dumb, double sugars, right. The double and so sugars. The, the reason that makes a difference is that the single sugars, right, they get absorbed. They just, they don't need to be broken down or anything. Oh. Whereas if you eat a longer sugar, we still call them simple sugars in the diet, but if you eat a longer sugar or if you eat a complex carbohydrate like mm-hmm. starch from rice or pasta, or corn, potatoes, your system needs to take time to break that down into its individual, tiniest, smallest, littlest piece to get absorbed. And guess what? That's a sugar. Interesting. Okay. So, cause you got it. Cause it, all right. Interesting. It's almost like how you just broke down sugar. It took a little longer, you know, <laughs> but, but it wasn't as simple to digest as a, but it was, but it did make Good. sense in the end. I've, okay. That's interesting. So if go. it's like the, if it's the combination, it almost like your body has to pull that apart and then digest it. So it's like, all right, we gotta, we gotta take this apart before we can use it. Yeah, but if it's if it's already, I, we're still calling it a sugar, whether it's right. from honey or maple syrup or whatever. Uh, it it's like a fraction, like it is so 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 fast. Versus, you had a bowl of cereal and you're gonna break down that bran flake. That takes a lot longer. Mm, right. Okay. It turns to it turns to blood sugar even if there's no sugar in it. I don't know if that if it if it's oh a my gosh. complex what? carbohydrate that just confused uh, me. What? <laughs> that's true. So you could look at your label of I have some rice pilaf, and it says you know, zero grams of sugar, but I know that it will raise my blood sugar uh, if I have two cups of it. You know, uh, because your body breaks it down digestion. You've got some enzymes and. Then, like I said, you, you cleave it down to its very smallest piece, particle, and absorb that, and that's your Interesting. Blood sugar. Huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. So are there, with when it comes to sugars, are there actually, could you deem some sugars healthy for you, uh, or is it just, is, are between the different sugars, are some more healthy for you than others? Okay. Well, since we mentioned natural sugar, I think I should kind of sort of define what, what added sugar is. Okay. And so if you think of added sugar as something as an ingredient that's, that's in food in the processing and preparation, uh, or it's added, you know, to the food at the table, that's really meant as, as a sweetener. A sweetener. Okay. The things, the things on the labels you might see, they could be dextrose it could be brown sugar it could be powdered sugar corn syrup it could be invert sugar lactose you know, all these names that are within the food those are added but let's say you're looking at uh, a fruited yogurt and you see that there's milk and there's strawberries and so there are going to be some grams of sugar those are the natural ones from the milk and the strawberry but there may also be some of these other dextrose and mm. things added in addition. To really make added it sweeter, to make it a more pleasurable can, eating experience or drinking experience for you, you to make it, yeah, to make you well, crave it more. And, and yeah. sugars provide structure in uh, baked goods. They, hmm. they actually have a, a role to play in the architecture, if you will. Yes, I was of, just thinking that. Something. That's great. Yeah. Yes, I was going to use that word. That's funny. Yeah. That's interesting. Huh. 
Um, so, so going, so that's the definition. But going back to your question, are some like better for you than others, or considered healthy? So, if you think of the natural sugars, they're better for you consumed in their original food source, such as fruit or milk, because of the other nutrition you get with them. Like I mentioned, you know, fiber, calcium, protein, vitamin C or D. And you could even say, okay, well, what about more purified natural sources like honey or maple syrup or agave? Mm -hmm. Uh, There's still condiments, but uh, let's say honey. It's known to have antimicrobial, antioxidant properties, and and it's a natural cough remedy. So if I was going to put some sweetener in my tea, then I might preferentially choose honey. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, and that's, okay. That kind of, I think touches on like whether natural or raw is better for you, but how much, how much sugar are we talking about that you should have on a daily basis? What, how much should be in your daily diet in general? Oh, okay. There, there are recommendations from lots of different, you know, uh, organizations. So, and, and it's because we have found that American adults and children, we consume more than 15% of our calories from added sugars. And mostly wow. it's from sweetened beverages, followed by kind of the desserts and, and baked good category. So, uh, first wow. off, wow, that percentage eating, eating can't be right. Many, <laughs> oh my gosh, fifteen percent. It's taking the place of other wow. nutritious foods, right? Wait, wait, wait. So did you say fifteen? Did you say fifteen percent or fifty percent? Fifteen. One oh, five. fifteen. Okay, the first time I heard fifty, and I was just like, "What?" Okay, fifteen. Still That's high. Just me still high. Bump. Okay, yeah. Okay, that, I'm glad we clarified that. Okay, <laughs> continue. It helps. Yeah. Now that would be extraordinary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the Institute of Medicine they recommend that added sugar take up less than twenty five percent or a quarter of your total calorie, which you know it's up there. Uh, the American Heart Association recommends limiting your added sugars. They offer it a different way. They do it uh, less than 100 calories per day for women, so that's about 6 teaspoons, or 150 calories a day for men, which is about 9 teaspoons. Yet the World Health Organization, they recently issued new guidelines stating that only 5% of a person's total daily calories should come from sugar. So Wait, here we've got like we're all, all over these the board measures. there. Twenty percent, twenty five percent, five percent in the middle. Okay, well, what would you? What do you kind of think is a is a healthy middle ground among all of those? Uh, the healthy middle ground, I think, among all those is the dietary guidelines. The advisory committee recommended ten percent of total energy okay. intake from added sugar. So I think that's reasonable, unless you look at uh, people with low energy needs, like maybe uh, a very small person, elder, senior, something that needs, you know, um, 1,500 calories a day. Well, they need to stay down in the 5% range Right. they need room for better nutrition. But obviously you get, you know, a, a younger person that's blowing through a bunch of calories because they're a hyper, you know, athlete, sportive, fitness, whatever. I, I think it's okay you know, if you're including all their sports drinks and energy gels and things like that, that theirs is above 10%. Okay. All right. So there's definitely different levels depending on who you are, where you are in your stage of life, whether you're super active, not how much, how many calorie, what your daily calorie need is that all kind of plays into it. Um, oh, and you mentioned stage of life. So we didn't talk about kids. Oh, okay. And I know, I know you've got two kids at home. So we recommend that that we just don't need added sugars for 
for kids under two. Okay, birthday cake. That's, that's about it. <laughs> and then from from uh, children like age two to eighteen, the American Heart Association says no more than six teaspoons, which is what we said for uh, they said for for women as well. So that's 100 calories is about 25 grams. That is less. That is less than um, one 12 ounce soda. Wow. So no so, no but, sodas for anyone under 18? Well, no sodas for kids, but, but, you, didn't you but say if you look 18? at yeah, where yeah. all those extra sugars are coming from, here's a, here's yeah. one, God. you know, the graham crackers and the animal crackers for the kid, and then there's the sweetened yogurt, and then there's, mm-hmm. I don't know, the, the orange sweetened glazed chicken from takeout, and, the, you know, it, right. it adds up. It does add up. So yeah. what, because I see in, on the back of nutrition labels that it's kind of, they use grams, right? Like, this is how many grams of added sugar. Grams. So in grams, what are we talking about there? So for, for kids, that's 25 grams a day. A day, okay. uh, And for women. Uh, for men, wow. uh, that ended up, the 150 calories ends up being like 36 grams. Whoa. Oh and my gosh. That, that is literally one soda. When you look at the back of a calories. soda, wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Holy cow. It's up there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And that's, and that's a 12 ounce, which is why I just think there is absolutely no reason for, for these, you know, the 20 and 24 and the 30 ounce and the yeah. super big da 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 da. It, there are multiple servings in there. Like you could get one of those for an entire party. <laughs> yeah, it's just. I wonder. Yeah, it's just so much. I think uh, it's so. It's it doesn't fill you up in any way, and yet you're. But you're getting a ton of actual calories out of it, and I think that's kind of the discrepancy. It's like you need to get the calories that also fill you up, so that you don't overdo it. Yeah, that's why we call those empty calories because you're not getting yeah. anything with it. Right. Right. Interesting. You still exactly. feel empty after eating them. Um, so, you know, that we kind of meant, talked about uh, the label for a second, but just this year, uh, we did a whole podcast on this. If people want to go back to it, uh, we did a really deep dive into nutrition labels that I think is fascinating, um, especially because I talk about popcorn in that episode. And uh, I think it's uh, I think it's interesting. But anyway, that's for the longtime listeners there. They know what I'm talking about. But uh, let, let's talk about this. So they what did they add? They added a new um, uh, line item now to the labels starting uh, this year for sugar. Right. Can you talk about that a little? Exactly. So they broke down the under total carbohydrate where you have fiber and sugar. Now they broke down the sugar to know what the grams of the added sugar are. Hmm. And that helps us look for limiting calories from those and, um, and comparing foods and foods within the same category. So let's say you're looking at cereals and you want to find a cereal with the lowest added sugar, you know, right. comparatively. Right. Yeah. So because they're they're all going to have some. You can't you can't freak out just because there's two grams of something right. in right. there, like a bread. Well, is it is it honey oat bread? Like, are you getting the oat bran fiber because you, you need to lower your cholesterol, and so you got a gram of of honey sugar with it? Is one gram? Right. Are we concerned about that? Or are we a little bit more concerned about you know? the sweet poppy seed dressing you just drenched your salad in. Right, you know? right, yeah. <laughs> so, and that that's important to kind of look at. So, and it sounded like it's important that you're comparing within the same kind of 
not food group, but within the same kind of thing. Like compare bread to bread. Don't compare bread to something exactly. else. Exactly. Like to a cereal or yeah. something. Um, and, and that's how you can kind of say, all right, what maybe is a little bit better for me? And, you know, uh, and I think that's been so helpful. I've definitely looked at it a lot since they've started doing that. And I think it's really helpful when you see, wow, this has 12 grams of added sugar. It instantly kind of gives you a window into how much better are they trying to make this taste <laughs> from what it naturally would taste like, honestly, to me? Um, but and it's uh, always been tough for, uh, let's say, say for marinara sauce or spaghetti sauce. Or I don't know what you call it. And because it's so tomato based. And I've always looked for ones that were, say, seven grams of sugar or less than half a cup. But mm. there were some that were 12. I said, it cannot right. be that much tomato right and still to taste do that like yeah. it has onion and garlic and all this other stuff in it so it's got to be sweet right yeah interesting yeah so so pay attention if you haven't been looking at the labels and you're concerned about sugar check it out look at the added sugar make sure you're comparing it within the same kind of foods that you're looking at and you can make a healthier choice that way that's why the label's there uh, to help you make better yeah, choices. It's, it's easier to think than, than looking at the ingredients list because a lot of people don't know all those names. Right, right. Of the, the dextrose, lactose, maltose, invert sugar. It doesn't c- translate in, in their minds as well, maybe, that that is being added to the food. Right. right, right. And if you if you do want to understand the in- ingredient list a little bit better, go back to our uh, nutrition label episode. We definitely talk about that a lot. Um, so... How, let's let's get into what how the sugar affects our bodies. So how does our body break down and use the sugar? You mentioned this a little bit, I think, with if I'm right, with I, I kind did. of the bonding. Because the, exactly. So the simple sugar, like the smallest sugar that you can think of, which is just say fructose, right? It it just goes across. It just goes straight from your gut into your bloodstream. You don't have to really process it. But other things, you know, you've got enzymes in your saliva and your digestive tract, you kind of have to break apart longer chains of them, if you will. And your blood sugar will, will rise in accordance as they shift from your gut into your bloodstream. And that's a good thing. That's how we get our nutrition from our food. So we can energize our, our brains and our muscles and our nervous system. It, that needs to happen. Uh, and you get that from the whole group of, of carbohydrates. So you don't have to have literal sugar to consume. You can get all the blood sugar you need from potatoes, pasta, rice, corn, you know, beans and the like. Right, right. Okay. And does do, this kind of goes back to is it bad for you, I think, a little bit. But does our body need it? Like is it really a, criti- is it, is it a critical component to what our bodies need to function every day, sugar? Uh, well, not when you can get it from the complex carbohydrates, some, some vegetables and grains and such, because you can break those down. So you can exist on vegetables, beans, grains, plus what's in fruit and, and fresh milk without adding any sugar. So basically, you can, you right, you don't need any added fine. sugar. You don't need any added sugar, but you do need, but you your body does sugar. utilize sugars and can't, it, does your body need those sugars out of naturally occurring uh, or naturally occurring it sugars? Needs blood sugar. Oh, you need blood sugar and it has right. to come from somewhere. You cannot okay. get it from meat and pure fat. So okay. you can, uh, you know, have meat, fish, poultry, pork, whatever, 
and pure oils, butter, I think might have a fraction, but there's, there's insignificant carbohydrate there. It's not, that's not going to feed your brain and your nervous system and your muscles in the way that your system was designed. Right. Why did nature make it taste so good? Why did they do that? (laughs) (laughs) Or... I don't know. (laughs) For the same same reason that poisonous things were bitter so that, right, so that our taste would would preferentially lead us to survival. Right. I guess within like the fruits and, but yeah, I guess that's a good point. Yeah. Um, Is, uh, this is another one, maybe this is getting into myth territory a little bit or not, but what is really the association between sugar and diabetes? How is that associated? And does, does too much sugar cause diabetes? Uh, that's sort of a, a misnomer. I think you're talking about too much sugar intake, okay. right? Okay. Yeah. 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 So, so diabetes mellitus, it, that's a condition of elevated blood sugar, okay? But dietary sugar, which does indeed raise or spike your blood sugar temporarily, it's the overall total carbohydrate and extra calories in the diet that over years impairs the body's insulin sensitivity. So insulin is a hormone from the pancreas that helps move sugar out of the blood and into your cells. Hmm. So years and years of, of overconsumption, so you're just hitting up that, um, that insulin production and surging you know, onto your cells, they just kind of become very... Um, quiet, if you will. So that sensitivity is very blunted and its effectiveness is dampened. So more sugar stays in the blood from Uh, what you've eaten versus 20 or 30 years ago. Right. So eating sugar does not cause diabetes, but if you already have high blood sugar, then obviously consuming food with sugar in it is going to raise your blood sugar more. Right. Okay. All right. Well, good. That kind of clears that up a little bit. Um, is there what kind of, what with what food or drinks would it make sense to go with a sugar-free version versus the original? Is that always a better choice to go with a sugar-free version, like a diet soda, or I guess, I think diet soda is sugar-free. I would, right? I would say that that's actually more rare the case. And that's for a few reasons. Hmm. Okay. Uh, for one, let's say that uh, it depends, about, of course, on the individual, their total calorie needs and whatever. Uh, and they might want to target the one food that contributes the most extra calories or added sugar for that person. So maybe it's soda for one person. Maybe it's, you know, ice cream or desserts or something for another. But switching to sugar substitutes, for one, it doesn't change your behavior of choosing foods. It's not, right. it's not saying, hey, let's drink some water instead of soda. You're just switching from sugar soda to, you know, artificially sweetened soda. Right. Or, hey, instead of grabbing, you know, ice cream because you want something cool or, or, or creamy, only have some frozen grapes or, you know, turn to something more. It's just saying, okay, well, let's switch to sugar-free ice cream. Right. And so you're still getting, you know, fat in there and probably some other things that, that you don't need. So for that All the reason, benefits of ice cream. Sugar <laughs> All the benefits of ice cream. <laughs> um, well, what's interesting, too, is that, that there are some studies about, say, o- obesity or calories and weight management 
that say if you look at replacing the original item with the sugar-free one, so it is lower in calories, many people unknowingly then just compensate elsewhere. It's like right. their body says, oh, I'm in a deficit. we got to make that up. And so they kind of compensate elsewhere in their diet, right. and then they are back you to the, the same effect. amount of calories. Right, right. Interesting. Yeah. What about if you're trying to replace, like, like for example, a soda? Like, you basically still want the caffeine of it because you have two kids running around, but you don't want the calories of it. Is Who that... are you speaking about, Andrew? It's a friend. I'm asking for a friend. He he, a he's, friend, he just he just sent me right. a text about Coffee. it. Coffee. So. <laughs> Coffee. Uh, let's see. So I, I want to say something about some sweeteners. Uh, there's there is a difference, I think, between an artificial sweetener and say something that's like a stevia extract or something that has less effect, you know, than traditional sugar on um, your blood sugar level. And those could be preferential for insulin sensitivity. So it might make a difference what your uh, medical disposition mm. is or what you're at risk of. So, yes, you know, re- reducing overall sugar is good. If you're if you're going for the caffeine and, you know, plain iced tea with squeeze of lemons, not going to do it for you, then I, I think you have to look at other behaviors too like you know why do you why do you need a perk of energy are you getting adequate sleep are you getting good exercise are you nourishing your body in other ways so that you can perform optimally without having an artificial boost yeah that's a good that's a good point especially for all the coffee drinkers out there huh let's not leave them out of the equation Uh, yeah tell tell your friend tell your (laughs) yeah i'll tell my friend oh yeah sorry i don't know why i got so defensive there (laughs) it was for a friend um um, okay great well why don't we wrap this one up with uh, some actionable advice uh when i want to know when one of our listeners has a friend tell them that sugar's bad for them and that they should cut it out of their diet what wise words could our listeners use to educate their friends Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, let's see. First, maybe read the nutrition facts label and then kind of kind of compare and find out where those added sugars are. And then the sugar-sweetened beverages. Definitely skip those in terms of water. And then know that you can get all the blood sugar, all the energy that your body needs from foods, uh, you know, the plant-based foods that contain natural sugars. Right. Okay, great. All right, well, let's uh, give that a shot, everyone. If you're struggling with sugar, uh, try and utilize some of that in your own life here. And uh, Debbie, before I let you go, um, you got a pretty good Twitter where you uh, you give people a lot of good information. So can you give us your Twitter handle? Uh, it is at Debbie James RD for registered dietitian. Okay, great. All right, so check that out if you want any more nutritional advice. You can also visit our blog uh, for more uh, advice from Debbie, blog.lafitness.com. And I uh, just want to thank you for coming on the show again, Debbie. Thank you. Thanks again for having me, and now you've boosted my sweet tooth. So <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go eat some frozen grapes or blueberries to take care exactly. of that. Exactly. Exactly. Live the healthy life. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Take care. All right, guys. So that's it for this episode. Thanks for joining us. Um, We hopefully will be back in two weeks with another episode. And uh, until then, we will hopefully see you in the gym.